Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Betts, and I am one of the hosts of this collaborative podcast that we are calling Dental Squad. On this podcast, we are dentists joining forces to discuss everything from treatment planning, business, personal stories of success and struggle, and everything in between. Because sometimes the only people who can truly understand what you're going through are those who have gone through it too. So if you've missed the first couple of episodes, I do encourage you to go back. Um, They are introductory episodes where I, Dr. Kelly Betts, and my colleague, Dr. Michael Sue, kind of introduce ourselves and introduce the idea of the podcast and what we're kind of hoping for um, as far as the growth of the podcast and just kind of helping our fellow man. Um, This first mini-series that we're going to go through is actually going to be uh, kind of like an audio brain dump, as I called it in one of our other episodes, Um, an audio diary of us opening our startup practice. So um, the startup practice is located in a suburb of Baltimore, Maryland. We have been open now for about three months. And about a month before the opening, um, a colleague of mine had reached out to me and said, hey, we should start a podcast. And in my mind, you know, getting ready to opening, open up a startup practice, I thought, what a horrible idea. <laughs> um, just because, you know, it was stressful. We didn't have a lot of time. But I was kind of recording my thoughts and the whole opening of a startup process, like kind of like in my planner where I had little like diary sections. And then I started recording my voice so that I could remind myself to do things. So it ended up being like an audio diary. And then I thought, you know, if I could just record some of these thoughts and some of these things that we were going through, not only would it be helpful for me to listen back and kind of see where I was and do some self-reflection and kind of see where we've, um, where we've grown from, um, but also I could share it with you all and um, kind of share the successes and the struggles and all the mistakes that we made and hopefully help someone else not make the same mistakes or not as bad as we did Uh, because boy did we make mistakes but you know now three months into it we are so happy to have this practice and is the stress still there of course it is is it still always going to be there of course it is Um, but it is our stress you know it's the stress that we're choosing to have and it's amazing so um enjoy these first couple of audio brain dump word vomits for me um from the time in which we were opening the startup practice if you ever have any questions of course you can email us at dentalsquad22 at gmail.com otherwise uh have a good listen (laughs) enjoy and we'll see you on the next podcast recording that I'm going to keep for posterity's sake, I suppose. Um, It is Thursday, April 28th, 2022, and I am, let's see, it's 9.03 p.m., and I am leaving the practice after being there for 14 hours today, and I think I was there 14 hours yesterday and the day before, uh, maybe 12 the day before. Um, but things are looking good. <clears throat> so naturally I have a little bit of exhaustion going on because we've just been having this mad rush to try to get everything done before the open house that we have planned in two days. So Saturday, April 30th, 
we had planned <laughs> um, it was kind of I guess pie in the sky we were initially supposed to open in January so I had planned I didn't want an open house to just be the practice you know just like oh we'll do a ribbon cutting and then people will walk through the office I liked the idea of involving the other businesses in the complex because why the heck not it's too small of a complex to not invite your neighbors and then be friendly and neighborly and network and all that good stuff and promote each other. Um, plus I hate when things are just all about me. So I was like, yeah, and so, you know, we'll do an open house, but maybe we can all get together and make it like a block party thing, which I do. I think it'll end up being great. Anyway, that was a bit of a digression. So we were supposed to open in January. Um, Delays, 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 complications, failed inspections, tearing open walls, um, adjustments were made. And we were supposed to open in March. That didn't happen either. But anyway, so I planned on this kind of around the Carroll County Chamber of Commerce. We'll do a ribbon cutting for you for um, businesses that are part of the chamber, which is amazing. And they need a little bit of heads up because the chamber uh, president, Mike McMullen, and uh, other chamber members will be there, and they kind of plan the whole thing. So you want to give them a, a, you know, a month's notice or so. Well, I thought, you know, back in February when we were supposed to open in March, like, okay, so they tell me that I'm going to get my CO, my certificate of occupancy, March 14th. Um, we've already been delayed. So let's be really conservative and say we're not going to get into the space until March 28th. And that'll give me plenty of time, a whole month, to get settled, move in, train my staff, and seek a couple weeks worth of patience um, before an open house. So sure, let's plan it for, you know, the end of April, beginning of May. I tried the beginning of May, but uh, the Chamber of Commerce had other events, so... Um, what worked out best for all parties involved, including the other businesses in the complex, was Saturday, April 30th. Again, I thought, totally fine. I'm giving the contractors, I'm giving everyone a whole extra, like, month, two weeks. I mean, realistically, since we were supposed to be open in January, like, several months of leeway so that we'll have some wiggle room and we'll have no problem being able to do this open house. Well, fast forward, um, you know, they kept telling me, yep, you'll have it in a week. Yep, you'll have it in a week. Yep, you'll have it in a week. Um, and that just kept getting pushed back. And then we failed an inspection because the MedGas um, digital readout monitor was not the appropriate kind. Um, we won't do any finger pointing with that, but we know exactly whose fault that was. And so we had to tear open a wall and replumb and get a new monitor panel put in. And at this point, I have hired staff. So I'm kind of screwed if I can't get into the space because I have made a promise to these two individuals who have chosen to be a part of this journey, who have already been very flexible with scheduling. You know, I've... I have promised them that I would provide a livelihood for their families. They left jobs. They left other jobs to come work for me. So I'm not going to be the type of person that's like, oh, sucks to be you. Sorry you left your job for me. Uh, 
we won't open for a month. Like, no, people have bills to pay, and that's ridiculous. So I was like, oh, we're going to make this work. So I rented out a one of those workspaces. Um, we went with Pivot, which actually ended up being amazing. They have several locations around the Baltimore area. I chose Ellicott City because it was kind of equidistant with all my staff, and then it was kind of halfway-ish to the office for me so that I could go from home to the work, shared workspace, to the office, back to the shared work, workspace, and so forth and so on as, as needed. So we added that expense and inconvenience to the whole startup process because we had to rent this conference room. Um, but, you know, we made the most of it. I, I created, so I had a, this whole orientation plan that would have been in office, and I was able to kind of adjust it a little bit so all of the stuff that we could do remotely, you know, like patient management software training and uh, communication training, team building, HR stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff that can be easily done remotely, we were able to schedule and do that in the shared workspace. So... All things considered, turned out fine. Um, I had to rent it for like two and a half weeks, which was unfortunate because that's a lot of money. And it's like uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just not, you know. Oh, at a certain point, I was kind of joking because at a certain point, you know, the staff haven't, they hadn't seen the office. So I had seen them for an interview and then I brought them to this workspace. And every day we'd go to the workspace and you know, the contracting team would give me a timeline that wasn't necessarily accurate. Um, but I'd be like, well, you know, hopefully, and you know, tomorrow or hopefully in a couple of days, we'll be at the office and then we'd show up again at the workspace. I'm like, yeah, sorry guys. Uh, hopefully <laughs> we can be there in another day or so. So we were joking because it got to the point where I was like, you know, I swear I have an office. <laughs> it's not like, you know, I have a boyfriend in Canada. Uh, he's in college. It, it just felt, <laughs> felt like I was like stringing them along. So that was kind of funny. At one point, well, um, our dental assistant called out sick for one of the training days, which was unfortunate. But we had um, Jackie, the front desk administrator, her and I were working, and I was like, you know what? Um, let's go. Let's go up and see the space today. So we got a bunch of work done to the conference space and then we drove up together to see the office. So that was kind of nice because what it's like, yep, I'm a real dentist. I swear I have an office. I'm not just luring you guys by making you do all these horrible orientation <laughs> exercises and then, you know, firing you or murdering you or I don't know, whatever. So she saw that she was, you know, it's, it's always nice to see the space with fresh eyes because people get very excited and you can see um, kind of like the hope in their eyes and I remember having that <laughs> in my eyes um, but no all, again all of that's behind us now um, so this week on Tuesday which is would be you know our offices we, or we're off on Mondays so I can continue to work at the dental school um, so we're off on Mondays so Tuesday is our first day of the week at the practice and I was like hey guys sorry um, we our inspector who's supposed to do final inspections on Monday no showed or canceled or rescheduled or whatever so he's now doing it Tuesday 
in the morning. So I'm going to go ahead and rent the workspace again and we'll try to make the most of it. So I rent the workspace. We show up there on Tuesday. We're like, womp, womp. It's like the third week in this stupid workspace. At this point, we're running out of things to do. I mean, I always have emails and admin stuff to do. Um, I had actually told the dental assistant, like, I'm sorry, there's really nothing you can do today. So we'll just figure out scheduling you for the rest of the week. And then front desk came in and she started or was in the middle of doing fee schedules, entering in fee schedules to open dental. So that's what she did. And then, um, actually that morning I had gone out to the practice waiting for the inspector because I thought, Hey, if we get, um, if we pass final inspections, they're supposed to get there between seven and 8am. We can pass the inspections and I mean, we can hop right into that space and start doing stuff. Well, I sit there from seven to like eight thirty, and then I get a text from our construction foreman that's like, "Yeah, so the inspector just told me he's not going to come until sometime between noon and two. I'm like, cool. Rush to the workspace. Um, Jack and I do some admin stuff, and then I get a text message from Pat, who's the foreman. Um, at I want to say 12.30 and it says congratulations you passed final inspections um, you know celebratory emojis and I almost threw up <laughs> just like I don't know like relief or like finally or what but I, I text Pat back and I say I almost threw up and he just sends like a laughing tears emoji and then I call him mostly because I'm like is this is uh is this is this a drill <laughs> and he's like no this is a drill um I'm like what am I allowed to do he's like do it all you can move in you can put stuff on the walls it's your space now um we can't get the CO today which at that point I'm like wait a second um but it's just because they weren't available. They were at another site. So he was like, go ahead, go ahead. We've got all everything that we need. Go ahead and move in. So this is Tuesday at between 1230 and 1 PM. And our planned open house with the entire block is on Saturday. So empty space, completely empty. Um, just barely put together new wall from having replumbed nitrous in there. Uh, we, we have barn doors on the for the operatories, but at that point they weren't in yet, so those weren't installed. But, you know, all things considered, we can still have an open house without barn doors. Like, we don't need barn doors. They were delayed, I guess, post, you know, um, post-COVID, everything has been supply chain issues. So, um, I, I honestly wasn't expecting to get barn doors until like June, which is fine. So we'll just have like open doors. It's fine. Um, so I have all this crap in my car because I was like, when they're ready, when they tell me it's ready, I'm moving in baby. So, um, yeah, Jack and I continue to do a couple of things. I'm like, all right, whenever you're ready, you know, if you want to take a break from entering in all these free schedules, you can come out to the space and we can just get it rolling. And since then, it has been a mad dash to finish moving in, setting up everything, 
opening every box and trying to figure out where the heck I put everything because now everything's been shuffled around for months. Um, and then, of course, whenever you get new equipment, the reps come by and they kind of do a little training session, you know, each one being half an hour or an hour or whatever. But all of those were scheduled and it's like every single rep. So it's like the handpiece rep, the the vacuum compressor rep, the autoclave rep, the x-ray rep. <laughs> so in the middle of us moving all this stuff in, randomly, we'll just, well not randomly, they were all scheduled, but do these interruptions of these reps coming in, they're like welcomed interruptions because we, we need to learn how to use all this um, expensive equipment that we bought. But it's also like, oh, okay, well I was in the middle of, um, you know, organizing this crap, but I guess we'll, we'll do this instead. We'll pivot. So it's been like nonstop. It's just been insane. But again, one of the best things is that even, well, okay. So one of the best things is seeing the office with fresh eyes, which has happened a multitude of times in the last few days. And that is when what's been like recharging my battery because I can see that people are excited and I can see that all of the work that we've put in and all the choices that we've made, um, we're good or we're positive. People are reacting positively to it. So that's, that's really great. Even staff, cause I, you know, they've been working kind of a normal day, like nine to five. Um, but I'm there usually around seven in the morning and then I'm there until I'm finished doing whatever I'm doing. So it's been about nine, nine or 10 PM or so. Um, and so there's a lot in like the later evening or early morning hours that I do. And I just see them as tasks off my checklist. You know, it's like build this furniture hang this picture, organize this shelf, you know? Um, and so to me, they're just like tasks that I'm just like checking off. But every night I'll do these things kind of by myself in the office. And in the morning, the staff will come back in and they're like, Oh my God, look, we've got new, you know, fill in the blank. And so that that's refreshing. Cause it's like, Oh Yeah. I'm doing those things. Those are the things I'm doing. And people are liking them. <laughs> so, um, in the midst of all the exhaustion, I get all these little peaks of, or glimpses of joy. And it's really cool because I, it feels good and it feels genuine um, for me. So I'm hoping that it will create the environment that I've, envisioned for myself and for patients and, um, for the team, because this is going to be where we spend most of our time, you know, um, the best part about today, really, Matt, my husband came, um, after the staff left or as they were leaving and helped me so that I wouldn't be here until nine tonight jokes on him. Now we were just both here until nine. <laughs> uh, but he helped me hang 
the Wally Grow planters, which the Wally Grow, so I wanted to have a live wall, like live plants, um, like vertical, a vertical garden basically. And, um, we couldn't install like a, like an installed, uh, live wall that's like inset into the wall and just like self-watering, whatever. It would have been like $6,000. And, um, there was something about the plumbing for it or something about the wall. I don't know. It, they, it wouldn't have worked in this area that I wanted it. It could have been like down the hallway, but that's away from the window. And then I wanted it near reception. So it just didn't work. Well, this great horticulturalist, which is a word I could barely say ever, um, who is local and she's opening a plant shop down the street. Uh, we got connected via Facebook or Instagram, I think. And she has helped me build a live wall with all, all that muss and fuss with these little Wally Grow planters. And it is amazing. It's so cool. And we can, like, move it around. We can shift it. We can always add to it. I'm completely in love with it. I'm so thrilled. And I hope people like it. Um, and Jackie at the front desk has already told me that she kills plants. <laughs> she has a brown thumb. So uh, Hannah, who's a horticulturalist, said that she, you know, she lives fairly close by. So she's she's going to stop by on like a monthly basis and just make sure we don't kill all these beautiful plants. <laughs> but it just, I mean, you can see it from the street. So, you know, if you're driving in the parking lot you drive by it's like one of the featured things that you see through the window and when you walk in the door it's quite literally the first thing that you see and I absolutely adore it I absolutely love it so that's been cool that was probably my highlight of today um our signs got installed the exterior sign the pylon sign and Matt put in the um interior logo wall sign which I ordered off an artist on Etsy and it turned out gorgeous um, so I'm really excited about that but yeah so um, that was just kind of a word vomit brain dump about my day and kind of the last like week or two or months or whatever but as these couple of days go by I'm going to try to brain dump some more because I think it'll be really interesting for myself to listen back to see how things were at this time. And then also just kind of share. I know I'm not the only person who is buying a practice, opening a practice, rebuilding a practice, revamping a practice. And these are the times that I feel like we, you know, it's kind of like dental school. Like no one really understands unless they've gone through it. So, you know, your family or your spouse or whatever, you can complain to them all you want and, you know, they can feel as though they were in it with you. And they were, you know, their their journey was completely separate and something that you would never understand. But as a dentist and someone who's gone through dental school, you really can only commiserate with people who have gone through that at the same time or, you know, in the same way and I feel the same way about practice ownership um, so yeah um, we'll see what this week has in store for us so it's Thursday now 
We've got two more days. Let's do it.